In order for a person to be transformed into a being which is in accordance with God's original plan, he or she must become absolutely silent in the heart, mind, and actions. The following verses of this psalm bring the answer that man found within himself. My help comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. We may not be satisfied with this answer. How can some God of traditional religion suddenly help us? Answering this question, we must first and foremost realize that the Bible is largely a collection of inspired writings containing a veiled message about the mystical and mystery path leading to union with the Absolute. The above quoted fragment refers to the moment on the path when a person stops looking for liberation using the methods of this world, but begins blindfold looking for a connection with something, with someone higher than him or herself, not coming from here, from the Earth's magnetic field. Carl Gustav Jung is the author of the following anecdote. An old alchemist encouraged one of his students, saying, No matter how alienated and lonely you feel, if you do your job really diligently, unknown friends will come to find you. True alchemy consists in turning the base metals of one's nature into the gold of the spirit. The unknown friends that Jung has in mind are the divine hierarchy that oversees the spiritual development of mankind. It is the right hand of the Lord in this world who made heaven and earth. When a person wakes up and begins to long for another world, when he begins to realize that his home is in spiritual space, when he becomes a stranger on earth, it means that the atom of the spiritual sun has awakened in him. Such a person is touched by, by what Michael Namey in the book of Murdad poetically describes as great nostalgia, unquestionable longing for a spiritual home that leads to an intense search. And this great nostalgia is the second condition that must be met in order to liberate oneself. Seek and keep on seeking and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. A man longing for God unknowingly begins to send infrared radiation from his heart which attracts the light of Gnosis and the help of the spiritual brotherhood. 
he receives signs leading him to sources and places where he, in complete self-authoritativeness, can realize the path leading him to the mystical death of the ego and the feeling of true oneness with all creation. In the biblical book of Exodus, there is a deeply symbolic parable of Moses to whom God spoke, appearing to him in the form of a bush, that although it was on fire, it did not burn up. In this bush we can find an analogy to the new human soul, inflamed by the divine principle of hydrogen, fire, which gives it immortality. This parable is of course a veiled reference to the liberating path, but that is not what we want to concentrate on now. We want to focus for a moment on the name with which God introduced himself to Moses. I am who I am. For in this name we can find the hidden axiom of thought, Hermes Trismegistus, as above, so below. In the first I am, we find the primal consciousness, the essence of the unrevealed God, the Father. In the word who, we find the word, the logos, the ma'at, the divine plan from which the visible will unfold. And the second I am is the embodiment of this plan in the revealed world. In order for a person to be transformed into a being which is in accordance with God's original plan, he or she must become absolutely silent in the heart, mind and actions. Then their soul will become a mirror reflecting the I am of God. As we begin to feel this awareness of I am, we rise above dual perception of reality. It begins with the fact that we stop reacting emotionally to the manifestations of good and bad that we perceive in our lives. This neutrality comes from the fact that we do not identify with our lower nature. We transfer this inner I am to the outer world and there comes an understanding that everything just is. We stop evaluating and judging what is outside, which does not mean, of course, that we become moral. We do not become moral, but silent, devoid of preferences, expectations, prejudices and preconceptions. We begin to see that everything that exists serves something that is necessary. Respect appears in us. Such a silence can only arise from the voice of the silence, which is emitted from the divine spark, the heavenly atom, the particle of the spiritual sun present in our heart. It is the seed 
from which the garment of the new soul can develop, capable of marrying the spirit, capable of merging with Osiris. The only way to achieve this is absolute silence of oneself, the death of the old me, to which the words of Paul's letter to the Romans allude. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And words that follow later in this letter, do not pursue greatness, but let what is humble draw you. A natural soul cannot be brought to true greatness. Therefore, it must die to make room for another soul, luminous, highly vibrating, woven from eaters not of this world. In this process of renewal, three temples of man are gradually sanctified, the sanctuary of head, heart, and finally hands. After such a transformation, the human soul can grasp the hand of the spirit extended to it. It becomes an intermediary between earth and heaven, ready to create with the holy substance of the divine matrix. Master, if you are silent, then you are what God was before nature and creation were made, and from what he made you as a natural being. Then you will hear and see what God saw and heard in you before there was a willfulness, your own seeing and hearing. Give your will completely to God. Do not do what your will urges you to do. Submit yourselves to the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you do so, God will speak in you and direct your consecrated will to Him to the depths beyond the senses. Then you will hear what the Lord says in you. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, Leave a positive comment where you can 
or share our content on your social media.